Is it just me or does the momentum that's starting to build around Celsius's energy drinks remind you of what happened about three to four years ago with Bang Energy? Now, how does the saying go? Uh, long time listener, first time caller. If you guys are connected with me on LinkedIn, you guys know every quarter I put together a earnings kind of recap or just some commentary around Celsius Holdings, owner of Celsius Energy Drinks. But that being said, this is the first um, video that I'm going to be devoting only to them. I know that I've mentioned them in, in a ton of different YouTube videos over the last probably about year or two. But I think it's in important for me to kind of share with my community a little bit deeper dive of this emerging energy drink company and talk about how they're attacking the competitive energy drink market. And since this is the first video that I'm doing as a standalone video, I do need to establish some type of rubrics. Um, I'm going to borrow what I normally do with some of these um, company breakdowns, utilizing and leaning on the earnings reports that are put out there, any presentations and things that are put out there uh, because they're publicly traded company. Um, but I'm going to be utilizing those uh, to talk about bigger kind of categorical or uh, strategic insights uh, that you can hopefully be able to digest, chew up and utilize within your businesses. And additionally for this video and and maybe the next video or two, we're going to be talking around COVID-19. Also, that's obviously a big thing that's going on right now. And I would be uh, totally out of my mind if I didn't mention that at all within these videos. So I'm going to be doing that as well with this particular video. But before we kind of get into the financial data, anything around the 2020 quarter one earnings and just kind of talk about Celsius holders, I do want to bring it back a little bit here and talk about the history of Celsius and kind of how it's been a part of the beverage community for going on now over 15 years. It was actually founded in April 2004 by the ex-CEO of GNC, also the ex-CEO of Garden of Life, Greg Horn. There was also a longtime investor of Celsius Holdings, I think for well over the last decade, uh, Carl DeSantis, which sold his supplement brand Rexal Sundown to uh, Nature's Bounty for $1.8 billion. And Celsius has been a publicly traded company uh, for a while now. I think it IPO'd somewhere in 2010, I think on the NASDAQ. It quickly became like overextended. Um, they raised a bunch of capital, I think 20 or so million dollars, um, but they had very aggressive uh, shotgun uh, distribution strategy that just were spread out all over the place. They didn't have, I think, the know-with-all or the resources within the company to really be able to manage that. Um, so that kind of fell apart. Uh, they had to rebuild the company um, with the help of John Feldley, which is now the CEO of um, Celsius Holdings. He came on in 2012, I think, as the CFO, and he became the interim and then eventually the, the CEO, uh, I believe, in March 2017. So he's been around for a while, and he's arguably the key executive that has turned around Celsius from kind of that fallout that happened in the early 2010s. Uh, and now it is uh, traded again on the NASDAQ, uh, I think, since 2017. And the name Celsius has seen consistent sales growth 
um, since that point. And just to give you guys a little bit of a sense of like historical reference around what I'm talking about with Celsius, like how big are they? You have in 2015, they did $17.2 million. Um, in 2016, they did $22.8 million. 2017, they did $36.2 million. 2018, uh, 52.6. Um, last year, the full year, they did 70. $5.1 million. So they've been kind of consistently growing 30 to 50 plus percent year over year. They've done a really good job at growing that business now to have this run rate that is going to get them into becoming a nine-figure business. So just to jump into the 2020 quarter one earnings so we can look at uh, current financial information just to kind of give you guys a little bit of sense of what they're doing now, uh, that revenue for the first quarter here of Celsius Holdings in 2020 was $28.2 million. That is actually up 95% year over year. And that is a big number and you're like, whoa, how do they grow all of a sudden here? And actually, Actually, it's a little bit beefy because they did an acquisition of their Nordic uh, distributor. Um, so some of their European numbers are a little bit bigger than they normally would. If we break it down by uh, territory, you had North American business, which is the majority of their business, still at $19.4 million. That was a growth of 70% year over year, so still very strong growth. But Europe was $8.5 million, and that was up 183 percent year over year so that's where you're seeing some of that like spike in terms of uh, the growth rate and then Asia and other um, is somewhere around three hundred and twenty five thousand dollars which is kind of small but they have an Asian JV they have I think also an investor in Asia so they're really focusing a lot of their attention on that market and you should be able to see benefit a lot from that area over the next couple of years retail base as you can see is very strong I think they're somewhere around uh, sixty five thousand locations locations in North America uh, across just about every channel. They have a very diverse B2B customer base. The only thing they're lacking is club, uh, which actually was where they were about a decade ago and where their major um, sales were coming from was uh, through the club channel. So I'm assuming they're going to want to look back and get into that over the next year. That's probably the missing piece. Nationwide, uh, they've launched into Walmart. Uh, I think they're over about 1,500 of their store locations. They also have five flavors available at 1,300 nationwide target locations. And while they're gaining a ton of retail distribution points uh, very fast over the last couple of years, they've also been able to sustain revenues attributable to double-digit growth in existing accounts. So they're able to create sales velocity, not necessarily just be building revenue based around increasing uh, retail distribution points. So looking into kind of quarter two, which is probably more important if we're looking at this from like a COVID-19 perspective, there was kind of two things that happened. We'll, we'll kind of look at the COVID-19 effect a little bit after we talk about uh, something that could create some uh, tailwinds in the company. And that is around a competitor making a distribution deal. Bang Energy um, is now signed uh, as a PepsiCo a national distribution contract. And because of that, Bang's existing network of DSD distributors and just distributors all across the country, um, they now have slots on their trucks and they're ready to uh, kind of fill that up. And they're going to want to fill it up with a similar a product um, or maybe a product that they see being next in line to bang energy. So we were talking about before with like the momentum, they could really 
find the opportunity to slide into a ton of positions that Bang Energy was in and customers might be interested in trialing that product now that Bang Energy maybe will be in different slots uh, within those retailers. So that's going to be a big thing for Celsius over the next year. I think June 1st is when a lot of those things switch over. Um, so you're going to see a lot of companies focus on a lot of new relationships. A lot of new relationships are going to be announced around uh, June. So kind of see where that goes. They also make commentary on their earnings call around just right now. They only have about 10% of their accounts that actually get serviced by DSD. So that is going to be where they want to focus a lot of their attention. Uh, if they can get into a lot more of these distribution uh, networks that Bang Energy was in and get some more action within DSD, that really helps um, sales velocities, hopefully um, also helps profitability and hopefully have a ton of value added to their sales model, kind of shifting away from that particular tailwind and talking just around the potential headwind uh, around COVID-19 and just kind of getting a little bit of a heat check on like how is Celsius doing in quarter two where uh, the majority of things started to break down, especially from like a convenience channel or, or something like that. Um, the commentary from their CEO was that they are still growing. He mentioned it's somewhere approximately around 38% year over year. So it has you know, decelerated a little bit from maybe some of the growth they saw in quarter one because of some of the pressure on some of the retailers, maybe some of the merchandising positions within the retailers maybe are not the same foot traffic as it normally has because of just uh, behavioral patterns changing with consumers right now during COVID-19 trying to really stay safe. Uh, but really seeing momentum staying within the category has confidence. And I agree because I think they do have a much more diversified retail model. Um, they have product innovations that I think people are looking towards right now. I think there is the aforementioned like distribution openings that I think are going to really help their business. Um, they've done a really good job also on digital sales, which I'll talk about a little bit here. And then also some of the shifts they've done with their marketing, I think has been uh, pretty strong as well. Commentary around digital um, is uh, towards Amazon. And there was some numbers that came out uh, from a company that tracks Amazon sales for the energy drink category. Um, the last 13 weeks ending in April 11th um, of 2020, the Celsius's Amazon sales year over year was over 100% year over year, I think about 118% uh, year over year. And that actually ranked them number three, right behind Monster and Red Bull. So they have been able to shift some of their sales online. People are still interested in buying them. Um, they're able to have their products uh, be very well uh, positioned for non-branded search terms. So people are still looking for energy drinks. So that really gives a lot of confidence to them being able to sustain their growth through COVID-19. The other thing around marketing agility, um, they were able to really shift uh, from offline trialing and really trying to get people to try products uh, offline and then into a more online uh, positioning from their marketing. And they are really big on sampling through like gyms and different activations at events, which is not obviously able to be happening. It's just starting to roll back together now. Uh, but they've been able to kind of shift. And one thing that I saw and I really liked was they had a sponsorship kind of co-branded thing with one of their uh, partners, uh, Barry's Bootcamp, which they called Sweat with Celsius. And that partnership, um, they were able to do a bunch of IG live kind of content. They were able to kind of engage people in some at-home workouts and just have their brand being put in front of you know, tens of thousands of people every workout. This is a, a very a strong brand uh, 
workout brand Barry's Bootcamp is. So they had a lot of exposure in that way. And this strategy, this social media strategy, is actually something that was talked about in one of the COVID-19 effect uh, pivotal interviews that I did with Adam Brown. And I'll actually pop up that video here if you guys want to watch that one. Uh, it does talk about a bunch of different things around social media strategy that's changed uh, with COVID-19. Uh, but he did specifically talk about uh, being able to like hack culture right now and really focus on IG Live as a mechanism to create exposure uh, for your brand. And for the last part of this video, I do want to kind of shift over to like the strategic path uh, of Celsius, where I think they're going to have the most value, where they're going to be able to create the most value in their business. First area is going to be around like product wise, Just kind of talk about that first. Uh, I think they're going to really want to further carve out their market positioning as and it's one that they pioneered more than a decade ago. This idea of like fitness drinks or what I call functional energy drinks has had many fragments lately and many more will emerge as more people kind of get in and away from conventional energy drinks into functional energy drinks. But Celsius needs to stay true to themselves. They need to stay in their health and fitness roots and that will be what keeps them successful. They don't need to go after some of these other bigger companies. They need to really kind of consistently look at innovating and not be scared to bring elements in from sports nutrition into the beverage category. So a lot of companies really shy away from nutraceutical ingredients. I think that Celsius has the brand equity and the history to back up the usage. And I think that they can tell that story in a much stronger way. They also need to just stay creative with their flavors. I, I think that's always fun. The newly uh, launched, I think Celsius heat, they have a jackfruit. I don't know what what that tastes like, but uh, it's an interesting flavor. I think it's uh, definitely one that's a trending uh, fruit overall for uh, vegetarians or vegans. You also have a blood orange lemonade BCA energy um, that I think is creative. There's a ton of other ones. They've really done a good job staying away from just the basic flavors that everybody has. I think that that helps them stand out on shelf. Then they just need to kind of build off of that and look for new flavor launches uh, to stimulate consumers. Uh, their want to discover new things. If they're able to kind of keep that mindshare going, that um, intrigue going with the consumers and their customers, they won't leave the brand. Uh, and that gives them the ability to constantly uh, communicate about, you know, this idea of newness. And there's also around like maybe new categories that um, Celsius could go into. I know one specifically that they just started to kind of move into to his BCAA energy, which is kind of unique because it does effectively block and slow down a larger competitor of theirs, Glambia, um, that is launching with uh, a lot of their food drug mass convenience partners, their amino energy RTD beverage. Um, that is something under their uh, optimum nutrition brand. So this is something that I think Celsius is trying to make sure that they are being thoughtful of in terms of what categories they extend into. Another thing to think about with new products is just completely outside of the category of beverage, can they move into something a little bit differently? And with their acquisition of their Nordic uh, distributor, uh, Funk Foods uh, Group, they did actually have a sub-brand within that, that they owned called Fast. And Celsius has mentioned that they are looking to maybe bring over 
the very successful fast uh, protein bar line. They're still trying to do some initial kind of testing and understanding if that's going to work in the market or not. I think they were a little bit more confident before COVID-19 happened. I think that definitely like looking through a new lens, looking at risk a different way, they would rather focus their attention on beverage over trying to create uh, new relationships with a completely new product innovation. So we'll kind of see what happens over the next, you know, six months, the back half of 2020, if that's something they move into 2021, when there's some more certainty in the market. Transitioning a little bit outside of like product, uh, many areas that I've previously mentioned in terms of them needing to focus on growth of channel and really distribution focus and making sure that they're getting uh, the right partners, the right DSD partners. I think that's going to be important. You know, focusing on the supply side, uh, making sure they got those contracts set up so they can stay in stock with their growth rate. They also need to just overall focus the team on certain value and margin accretive areas that will help the business be more profitable, grow more profitable, and make sure they're positioned for a likely acquisition. Now, just to end this video, I do want to touch a little bit around like the acquisition side. Um, just overall thoughts here. Beverage brands uh, are very rare to get to $100 million in revenue. Now, beverage brands that are also independently owned that get to $100 million and stay independent for much longer after that is extremely rare, even more rare. Um, and then if you think about like functional energy drinks uh, being such a hot subcategory of a very attractive, high growth beverage category that now is you know 13 or so billion dollars, um, I don't necessarily think that anybody's going to let a fast-growing part of that business grab market share from any of the big four uh, beverage portfolios. So I would assume one of them are going to find some way to uh, pick up uh, the Celsius Holdings name, but I won't really speculate past that, you know, who of the big four maybe wants to pick them up or not, and maybe when that time frame is. But I definitely think that that's where they're heading. That's a one-way ticket where they're heading right now. If you guys have any questions around Celsius Holdings, Celsius Energy Drinks, um, this is obviously the first video that I'm doing on them, uh, standalone videos. So if you guys are interested in kind of communicating a little bit about that, make sure you guys are leaving a comment down below in this video or hitting me up on any of my social media accounts in which I leave all of that information and where you can follow me down below.